Welcome to Emran's podcast, episode number 32. This is your host, Suman Silwal. This is our another on-location episode from Soldier Marathon, where I talk to race organizers, event participants, and more. Hello, everybody. I'm here at the Soldier Marathon Packers Pickup. I thought I'd bring you this podcast from here this week. It's a different from what I did last week at the Pinhoti 100, but this is a different environment, different mood. I found Betty here. She's at the uh, Fallen Hero table. And uh, Betty, can you introduce yourself to us? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Betty Cheeves, and uh, my husband is the race director, Cecil, and so he puts me to work, but this is a joy to work at this table. It's very humbling. Um, we have hundreds of young men and women who have given up their lives for to protect our country and this is just a way that we honor them people will come through and we have little biographical sheets with their photographs um, and then we have small bibs that we fill in put their names on them and they choose a run of fallen hero that they choose to run for and it's just a way to remember them remember their families and some people have made wonderful connections. Some people have gone on the internet and found the families of their the people that they've chosen to run for, and they have developed relationships. Sometimes they'll send them pictures of them wearing the bib with their loved one's name on it. Uh, some a woman came through earlier. She said that she's uh, run this race every year, and she's run for the same runner every year, and that she takes his takes her bib to every race that she does. So she's done almost 40 races with this young man. So it's very touching. That's great. How long How long have you been doing this uh, Fallen Hero table? Seven years. Seven years. This, we've every, done it every year. So every year. So you yes. don't have to know the person, correct? You I, do not have to know the, the person. Sometimes people will come and just pick a, uh, take a blank bib and put their own uh, family member or friend's name on there. Um, but most of the people just come and select from what we have for them to choose from. And unfortunately, we have way too many for them to choose from. Thanks, Betty. Okay, thank you. Good morning, guys. I'm uh, talking to you from here, Soldier Marathon. I have Janet here. She's a leader of a team, Jason. There's a lot of people r- running today. I just want to talk to her. Janet, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Janet Crane, and uh, Team Jason is um, a group of runners who just want to honor uh, Specialist Jason Kyle Edens, who was my son. He was killed in Afghanistan in 2012. Well, actually, he was wounded in Afghanistan in 2012 and then passed away from those wounds. So every year, starting in 2012, we have had a Team Jason, and this is our largest group ever. We've uh, got about 50 runners running for Jason today. Do you also do fundraising for part of this, uh, this team, or? Or, or are they just running for uh, uh, Jason? Uh, usually we raise money for an organization called TAPS, Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors, who um, works with military families on surviving the loss of their loved one. And uh, this year we sold, we did t-shirts, and then all the proceeds above the t-shirt cost will go to TAPS. So if anybody wants to join Team Jason, what do they need to do for next year? Uh, just get in contact with me through Facebook. It's Janet Harpool Crane, and uh, you can sign up. Like I said, there really is no obligation. We just have shirts, and we wear his picture, and we just want to honor his memory and make sure he's not forgotten. Do you also go to other races, or is this the only race you do? This is the main race that we do as a team. I do do other races in his honor, but as a team, this is the one that we do. Since I, I live here. So. Great. Congratulations for having such a big group and big, big support. Do you want to say to anybody anything? 
now just uh, support our veterans. Great, thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, I have a Kenya here. Uh, she's running her first marathon, which is Soldier Marathon. Kenya, can you talk talk to about your race? I'm so excited about this race. Not, I'm not excited. I'm scared. I'm petrified, but I'm gonna do it. So what is it? Point two. So what did make you to run a, a marathon? Um, a fellow BGR, Black Girls Run. She told me to do it. Dude, how was your training? Oh my goodness, it was horrible. I had a dog incident. I came back, 36 stitches. But I'm here. I'm gonna make it. Sounds I'm crossing like, the finish line. Sounds like you you're excited about this race. So do you want to tell anybody who wants to run their first marathon? Don't do it. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. We'll see you at the finishing line. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so my name's Matt Carmen. I'm the chair of the board of directors for my team, Triumph Wings of Columbus, Georgia. We're a national organization. We have about 30 to 40 chapters between the United States and Canada. What we do is we assist physically limited individuals in endurance events, uh, fostering relationships with, with them and uh, the able-bodied runners that push them in the specialized wheelchairs. We have a a blast doing it. We think it's it's great for the captains, their families, and the angels have a real sense of reward and pleasure uh, coming across the finish line. We think it's we think it's great for for everybody, uh, not just the families, but for the captains in particular, for them to get to experience something that may be a, a once in a lifetime experience uh, in what are typically fragile lives. So, thank you for talking with me. So how many angels do you have here today at the Soldier Marathon? Today we have about 15 angels, and those again are the able-bodied runners that will be pushing our captains. We have four captains today, and, and their physical limitations range from spina bifida to cerebral palsy to muscular dystrophy to traumatic brain injury with lower extremity paralysis. So if somebody wants to join, uh, join the team, what do they need to do? Uh, the easiest way to join is to go to our Facebook page, My Team Triumph Wings of Columbus, Georgia, and like that page, send us a message, and we'll get back to you as quickly as possible. Great. Thanks. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you, sir. I just finished my uh, 75th Marathons Ultra here at the Soldier Marathons, and uh, it was not the time I expected, but, but I'm done. Um, I'm happy to be done, done with my 75th, and I'm, I'm headed towards my 100th Marathons and Ultra. That's my goal for 2017. Hopefully, I'll finish that. I have uh, Carly here. Who just uh, who is the overall finisher for female finisher for Soldier Marathon 2016? Carly, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Carly Chikantic from Delafield, Wisconsin. What brings you all the way from Wisconsin to Georgia around the Soldier Marathon? Well, I actually was here five years ago with a group of people. Um, one of my good friends died serving over in Afghanistan, and the same year he died, his family created uh, what they named Team Darren. Um, and then wanted to go like all around the country doing different races on his behalf. Um, so this, the Soldier Marathon five years ago was the first event they all did. And so now, fifth year anniversary of his death, um, his parents wanted to come back and do it. So I was all over that when they brought it up and suggested it. So, so what's the name of the team? Um, it's Team Darren is the name, and it um, is kind of in conjunction with his memorial fund. So his memorial fund is the Darren Hidalgo um, Memorial Fund, and they have that open where people can donate to it, and then the funds from that go to different organizations like Wounded Warrior Project, um, the Fisher House in Wisconsin, um, and then Darren's scholarship program. He um, 
spent part of his time in school in Wisconsin, and then they moved to Pennsylvania, um, where he finished high school and was on the wrestling team. So some of the funds go to scholarships for wrestlers at the school there. Tell us about your experience here at the Soldier Marathon. This is the second time you're running this, you said? Yes, second time. Um, I did it five years ago was my second time, my second marathon, and I, I really only did it because I didn't want to come all the way down here and just do a half, and my first one didn't go well, so I kind of wanted to redeem myself, and so it went well, and then I was like, great, I can be done, but things kind of spiraled from there, and so I came here um, this year with actually pushing myself with training. Previously, I would be more conservative and just be kind of what I thought was realistic and do beginner training plans pretty much all the time and really just do my normal mileage and then throw in long runs on the weekend um, whereas this time I followed a more intermediate I'd say plan um, that had a lot more mileage so required like you know several days a week where you're doing 10 to 12 miles on those days and I have a full-time job in between so I'd have to run in the morning and then come home and run again so and I'm pretty pleased because I stuck to it and I pretty much put in all the miles I did some speed work and hill work which normally I kind of just do only if that's kind of on my my normal running path so went out of my way to do those things and I guess it paid off. Definitely. You had to uh, train through the summer. Um, how's the weather summer in Wisconsin for you guys? It was pretty hot at the end of summer, I'd say. Um, and I started, yeah, at the end of July. August was pretty hot and actually it's still like we're having record like warm temperatures up there now into November. Um, so it, it's hot and humid and gross and not, not ideal for running marathons, but I think it helps you know, when you come down here and it's a little bit cooler, running in those hotter temperatures definitely, uh, you know, can be beneficial for the, the end result, the end race that you're doing. Definitely. This was your, your ninth marathon, mm -hmm. correct? So what is your favorite memory out of nine marathons you have done so far? Well, I think this is number one now. <laughs> so I actually did a 50K trail run in Wisconsin last year, and I, I said that that was my favorite race. It was just, it's really fun doing trail runs. So um, I have the you know, convenience of having like a state park kind of in my backyard. So I, I like to do a lot of trail running, but um, uh, yeah, this definitely takes the cake now. I mean, I couldn't be more proud to, you know, run on behalf of my friend. And we talked, you know, a little bit about doing one when he came back, um, you know, and obviously we never got that chance, but I just feel now I can, you know, he's kind of pushing me a little along here. So uh, yeah, I think this is definitely in first place now. Great, congratulations. If you have to say a word of advice to anybody out there who li who's listening to you, what would you like to say? I would say push yourself. Uh, you're more capable than you think you are. Just got to put in the effort. Great, thank you. Thanks for coming coming down to run the Soldier Marathon. We'll see you, hopefully we'll see you next year. Maybe. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm here at the Team Red, White and Blue tent which is about uh, probably 0.1 or 0.2 miles before the finishing line when i saw this last year i didn't know uh, the whole thing and i remember somebody was telling me so when i when i turned that corner i said i want that flag so i grabbed a flag from somebody i have rich williams here i want him to talk about uh, this whole red white and blue tent and and so he can describe a little bit go ahead and Rich, reintroduce yourself all right yes i'm rich williams uh 
chapter captain of Team Red, White, and Blue, Fort Benning, Columbus. Uh, our mission is to enrich the lives of American veterans by connecting them through the community, through physical and social activities. And a veteran to us is anybody that served or still serving. Civilians are even more more than welcome to join Team Red, White, and Blue because we're an all-inclusive organization. Doesn't matter if you served, if you're not. You know, we, we care about veterans, getting them active and engaged. And involved in the community and that's why we're involved with the soldiers marathon and promoting some patriotism at at the uh, last stretch of the race you know we have flags available for runners to come in and carry the american flag to the finish line um a little bit of patriotism motivation and camaraderie within the community do they have to do anything to grab a flag from from your tent only thing you have to do is just hold their hand out and, that, and ask for a flag and also they need to return the flag back back here, preferably. Preferably, yes. If not, look for someone wearing the eagle, and they'd be more than, more than happy to bring it back to our tent. So how many flags do you have here? Here right now we have five. Um, it varies depending on the year. Next year we'll probably have a lot more for, for the runners. Yeah, I remember last year you had a lot more. It brings the color to the whole race. It, it adds a little bit of patriotism, motivation to the people who are running. So if people are listening to you, us right now, what would you like to tell them? Just uh, reach out to your local Team RWB chapter or organizing community to get involved because you know our, our veterans you know, need camaraderie and come together, especially the ones that's got a, out of the military service. You know, after the, after the long wars, you know, they need someone to connect to, and that's we're here in the community to help them reintegrate back into civilian life. So, RWB, are they all around the country? They are all over the country, and all you have to do is go to um, teamrwb.org uh, on the main website. You can pull up a map and find the closest chapter to your location. It's that easy. Great. Thank you. Thanks for your time. And I really enjoy carrying that flag. And it's a, my profile picture at this time. Outstanding. Thank you. I just finished uh, getting great massage here at the Soldier Marathon. They have a lot of a lot of runners here. And it's a lo there's a lot of tables, more than I have seen in the past. And I have a, the, the coordinator here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Joni. Ian Cardi and I live here in Columbus, Georgia, and I've been doing massage for the last 23 years. And I organized this group of massage therapists for the last seven years. They donate their time and come out here and work for five or six hours, and it's extremely rewarding. Um, I think everyone is very, very gracious. This is what they tell me that this is probably the most therapist that they've ever seen at any other location they've gone to. So here in Columbus, we try to make this a huge success at the uh, Soldier Marathon. So all, all those massage therapists, they're professional at, at their area right now, right? They, they're all licensed massage therapists, yes. So none of them are students, current students or anything. Do you bring in students like that or do you, have you done it in the past? We have brought students in the past with the local schools here um, and they do work. Um, however, it wasn't fitting into the program this year. So these are all licensed massage therapists that gave up their Saturday to come out here and do this. How many do you usually get? Uh, usually I have 13 to 14 massage therapists every year because there's 2,000 racers here. Definitely. You still have us about, what, seven hours into the race. You still have a big long line waiting. Tell us about uh, uh, how long does do it, people get uh, being on, the, on those tables. Is it a time limit or, or there's a everybody does it different? There's no really time limit. We try to um, 
do whatever they actually need worked on. But uh, for the general part, we try to flip um, them and do the front and the backs of their legs because that's really what they've been on the whole entire time. Thanks for your time and thanks really for volunteering. Hopefully I will see you next year. If you, if you have to tell anybody anything out there, listen to us, what do you would like to say? Come on next year. This is a great event. Thank you. I have a Jack Rogers uh, who is uh, in charge of the medical team here at the Soldier Marathon. Jack, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm, uh, my name is Jack Rogers. I'm the Assistant Director of Emergency Services at St. Francis Hospital. One of the many volunteers on the medical team here for the Soldier Marathon. We're just part of a small group, um, uh, actually a small part of a larger group. Uh, we're at the start-finish line by the Soldier Center, but we also have a major medical outfit at the north end, up in the downtown Columbus area. Also have volunteers posted along the race course to be able to offer aid to runners. That's in conjunction with our EMS partners who provide ambulance transports along the way if those are needed. So what kind of medical attention uh, did you need this year? I remember last year being really hot. I actually ended up in the medical tent for a few minutes to cool down. So how, how was it this year different? Did the weather a little cooler this year? Yeah, we still see a lot of dehydrated uh, patients, uh, obviously more so when it's hot like it was last year, but uh, a lot this year probably more for not preparing well like they should as far as their hydration goes before the race. Uh, but we get the same stuff that we see every year that's race-related, cramps, um, small injuries, things like that. So, you know, we put some Band-Aids on things, put some ice on some things, and gotten people feeling better and out of here. Can you tell us about uh, how big uh, the, the volunteers, all of them are volunteers here, how big your volunteer group here? Uh, the group that we have working here, we've probably had about 45 nurses, uh, some nursing students from Columbus State University. Uh, all of the nurses on this end have come from St. Francis Hospital, Columbus Regional. Uh, health has provided some folks to staff the north end of the courts uh, and then again uh, uh, EMS care is the ambulance provider for the race and they've had four crews out riding the race course today to make sure everybody's safe. So people uh, listen to us if you have to advise people you have seen how many years have you been to a uh, soldier marathon? We've been here for every year the soldier marathon so this is seven seven years. What are the common things do you see out here for the race, for this race in November? Uh, regardless of race race time, November or whatever time of the year, it's just uh, to make sure people prepare well enough to carb up beforehand, to make sure they hydrate very well in a few days beforehand. A lot of people have come through here today thinking they could drink a couple of bottles of water before the race and they'd be fine. And by the time they get done, they're so dehydrated they actually need our help. So preparation is the key to get through for with, a, uh, with an uneventful race. Great. Thanks. Thanks for your time and thanks for service to all of all runners and uh, and I hope to see you next year. We'll be glad to be here. Thanks. I have a Cecil uh, Chiefs, the race director of Soldier Marathon. Finally, I caught him. He's been busy all day since yesterday. <laughs> it's about the, we're home stretch, I guess. I guess we have only one runner out there. Cecil, go ahead and give us a rundown of the race uh, this year. Well, this is a special time of race. You can just kind of reflect on what a great day it's been. Uh, it's now seven hours into this race, and our last runner is about to come up. Uh, beautiful weather, beautiful course. We've heard many, many uh, comments by runners from all over saying this is the prettiest course they've run. Of course, we love to hear that. And the course is unique because it, uh, is, it, the venue is right here at this beautiful National Infantry Museum. Uh, voted the uh, uh, United States best number one free museum in America and if you come here you can see why the grounds are just glorious but the race is also unique because we run on Fort Benning and so you you run through the historic part of Fort Benning and you see the jump towers and uh, so it's it's a real connectivity 
with runners to, to you know, we're here. Our mission uh, for this race, the Soldier Marathon, is to salute the soldier. So to run on Fort Benning adds that meaning to the race, the connectivity. And then afterwards to come back to the museum and, and pick up the Riverwalk and then run on the Riverwalk all the way into uh, Columbus, Georgia, uh, which is another, you know, eight or ten miles up the road and or, uh, along the river and then cross into Phoenix City, Alabama and uh, come back and the course is an out and back at that at that point on the Riverwalk but you the runners get to see Fort Benning, Georgia, they get to see the Riverwalk, they get to see Columbus, Georgia, they get to see Phoenix City, Alabama and the runners are coming uh, this year from about 37 different states. Uh, we had over 2,000 register for our race. For our races, we have uh, really five races. We've got we've got full marathon race, and we've got the half marathon race. Uh, we have the uh, 5K race. We have a relay marathon, and we have a kids uh, marathon. Uh, so uh, each of those runs are sponsored by different uh, sponsors. So we're proud of our, our corporate sponsorship, all of the major sponsors in Columbus, uh, from Coca-Cola to McDonald's to Aflac to um, TSIS. Probably about 25 different corporate sponsors uh, support this race, and we're proud to say that 100% of the sponsor dollars goes to local military organizations, which means the race supports itself. The registration fee supports the race. And so this is a fundraiser. We're a nonprofit. We're a run all of the committee members on, that put this race together are volunteers. We have one paid part-time administrative staff to file some papers and permits and stuff. But we have a team of about 35 individuals, all of whom are runners. So we call this uh, a race planned by runners for runners, and it has that special touch where we look at a race, all of us are experienced runners on our committee of 30, and we look at a race and say, what would we like as a runner? And so I think you feel that on the course when we, uh, everything from having McDonald's hamburger on the course to having Coca-Cola uh, Powerade on the course to having teams of volunteers at every aid station to make sure there's plenty of water out there on the course. Uh, local high schools participate. Team Red, White, and Blue, a military organization, participates. Tri-Columbus uh, participates. They, they uh, station one of the water stations. Uh, the OCS candidates uh, uh, support two of the aid stations, and um, uh, so I think it's you know it's well supported. Uh, and what we, as I say, want to do is make sure that the runners have a great experience. We're we're not bottom line oriented, meaning we do want to pay our bills and 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 make a profit so we can give money away, but. We are not going to shortchange the experience the runner gets. If we want to buy a nice running hat to give to the runner, if we want a nice finishing shirt to give to the runner, we want a nice medal to give to the runner, uh, we do those things. And this year, we went to the extra step of lining one mile of the course with American flags. And we call that the Memorial Mile. And I think that had the wow factor because uh, runners just they don't realize how long a mile is when you have a flag placed every 50 feet. And again, that was uh, a group of volunteers that got together. We drilled the holes in the ground. We got the Boy Scouts to come in to help us place early this morning before the race, uh, place the flags, uh, 150 flags along that course. Uh, Team Red, White, and Blue came out yesterday and placed the stakes in the ground on, on, on 
all those uh, flagpoles, you had to dig the holes first, then you had to place the stakes, then you had to come back and place the flag. So it's a three-step process uh, done by volunteers. Uh, it takes three days to do that. And uh, so that's the kind of touch, just to get that wow factor as the runners run along that mile and it has that beautiful open field and the wind is blowing through and the flags are waving. Uh, so just a, as I say, just a wow factor. And that's the, the memorial mile that was introduced this year in honor of the, the runner, of the fallen heroes from the states of Georgia and Alabama, since that's, those are the states we've run in. But we also recognize any fallen hero, if a family member or if a runner comes here and says, look, I want my son who is from Tennessee, I want him recognized. We absolutely do. We put their photograph on a board and we give, you know, we give the runners an opportunity to have to put a bib on their shirt that says I'm running in honor of a fallen hero and you write the name in there. So in addition to your race bib, you know, you can write, you can run with a special bib. You know, our race is a, a Boston qualifier. We have a number of folks uh, uh, qualify for Boston. It's a reasonably flat course. We do have one hill, a uh, half a mile hill at mile three that we call Drill Hill because we put some soldiers out there to encourage the runners up that hill. It's a little fun there. So it's a, it's a, a race with a military flavor to it, but, with a, uh, but run by runners. Definitely, uh, one other thing I was looking at the elevation here, it was less than 300 elevation gain. So that, that was really, really amazing. And probably we got that 300, half of that that's running up that hill. Right, right that's right. I think uh, people ask me, uh, is it a flat course? And, and uh, as a runner, you know, I know flat. This has got a few very minor rollers in it, uh, just enough to make, the, make it interesting and one hill. But yeah, I think this is most definitely uh, a Boston qualifying course. And the weather was beautiful today, right at 50 degrees at the start, uh, probably mid-40s, a little early, and then, um, but you know, you could run in a singlet, uh, and then at the finish line, I think it got maybe in the high 60s, close to 70, so about a 20 degree range there. But uh, I don't, I didn't hear any overheating issues today, and it's nice gentle breeze, and, and uh, the, the sky was clear, no rain, so, uh, just a great day for running uh, for our museum, for our running community, and a great experience by a lot of runners. Definitely, this race is pretty close to the, some of the major city. I mean, some of Birmingham, Atlanta, it's not that far from, from either, either direction, and there's a lot of runners. Actually, we had a lot of friends that came down from Birmingham. And um, one of the things I like is the, the finishing area. Really, I love this, this, this one. So ever since I ran my first marathon, the first time when you were first inaugural marathon till now it just has not the finishing has always been the same yeah we have a our start line and finish line we call the avenue of flags there's nothing like it is very special probably as pretty a finish line as there is in america you've got this wide open field uh, with this beautiful museum in the in the and the avenue is lined with the state flags from every state and from several of the provinces so um uh, it's a beautiful, a beautiful scene, and then we have the Vietnam Memorial Wall uh, lined up uh, alongside this avenue of flags. It's a replica of the Vietnam Memorial Wall that is in Washington. Uh, it's about three-quarter of the size of the one in Washington, D.C., but uh, we're proud to have that here. And let me say, we're about to build a, a memorial uh, on the War of Terror, and we'll, uh, that'll be in place next for this time next year. 
and uh, we're proud to have one of the beams, one of the steel beams from the World Trade Center will be the feature part of our war uh, memorial. That would be a nice touch. So you said that this uh, marathon supports, so what organization does it support? We support the National Infantry Museum, we support uh, Team Red, White and Blue, we support House of Heroes, and we support the Fort Benning uh, MWR, which is the uh, branch of the service that uh, takes care of the recreation for the families. Great. Uh, this is, this year it falls really close to the Veterans Day weekend. It's kind of added that touch. I really enjoyed being in being in this race, and uh, every year I look forward to coming back. Well, assuming I always enjoy having you as part of our race. You're you're a great friend, a great runner, and uh, you know, as I say, we just proud, pleased to see you again. So thank you very much. If you have to say anything to anybody out there who wants to come to run your race next year, what do we like to say? Well, we want to grow this race. We we had about 2,000 runners, a little over 2,000 register. Uh, the course can support this race. Uh, it's I promise you, it is well worth running this race a lot. We don't. Columbus doesn't have the big city name that, uh, frankly, that Savannah or Atlanta has. Uh, it's a some people would say a small town race, but Columbus is, you know, 250,000 people, and uh, we know how to put on a race, and I promise you, having run some races, I'm proud to say uh, uh, this race is well done and would be well, uh, well worth the effort of anybody coming down here and wanting to run a, a great race and have a great experience. Thank you. Thanks for your time, and really enjoyed, and thanks all the things you do for this race. Thank you so much. Hey guys, I found Stephanie here. She's waiting towards the finishing line. I saw her several hours ago and she, I heard her saying that she's going to wait till the last runs come through. And she's still here seven and a half hours into the race. And I like such a runners and who is who actually ran the race. Stephanie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Stephanie Carroll and I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida. And this was a half marathon that was on my bucket list. And so I know what it's like to um, be close to the last race or the last runner and so I figured that they deserve just as much cheering as the next person. So are you gonna wait for the runner and then run with them? Is that what you said? Yes sir I'm going to um, as soon as they pass I will be behind them cheering them the whole way down to the finish line. That, that's great uh, great support I, I remember once I, I walked with them last runner and I doesn't matter when we finish as long as we finish that's important is that is, is that what you're thinking yes sir um, I, I, like you said I mean it's not about the um, you know destination it's about crossing the finish line and um, I just think that um, they should be proud um, and so I will be proud right there with them thanks for being such a great cheerleader Thank you so much. God bless. I've been waiting for you guys. So come on, guys. Let's go. Woo! You may not know her, but she's waiting. Go for it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Embrun's Podcast. If you're an iTunes user, please rate, review, and subscribe to our channel.